Hey everybody and welcome to another episode of Nerds with Friends. Hope you guys all had a happy holiday weekend. It's coming up for us because we record these a week in advance. My name is Cody Leach and as always I'm joined by my Latinx partner, Christian Garcia. I, I don't do the Latinx thing because it's too much. Because it's fucking stupid. I'm not going to opine. <laughs> I don't want any Latinx people get mad at it. It's just hard. It's just difficult to change a whole language and culture and tradition. Also, and it's it doesn't exactly roll off the tongue, does it? Latinx. You'd have to change the whole language. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, yeah, the whole, whole. It wouldn't be mesa table. It would just mess. Like, I, I, that's which is month. Like, I don't know. I don't know the whole. Like, I feel like I feel like you would just change L and law to something stupid like <laughs> Zo with an X and an O. But I don't know. This and then the words are the same. So you don't have to relearn everything. You just don't use L or L. I guess I'm giving away my position by the slight opinions I'm giving. But, like, I will say this. I don't know anyone who was born in a Latin American country that cares about that. Yeah. It's a lot of Chicanos or people born here. I just saw. Care. I just. The whole reason I bring it up is I saw a little news article saying that uh, only 2% of Latin, Latino Latin Latinx people like being called Latinx. I, the predominant one was Hispanic, which I thought was interesting. I would have thought Latin or Latino would. Latino. I think that sounds cooler. Latino means you're from a Latin American country. Hispanic means you're it of you speak Spanish, Spanish of Spanish descent. Yeah, or or you whatever. speak Spanish. Yeah. It's different. Like you can be from Spain and Hispanic, but Hispanic or uh, Spanish people can't be Latino. Yeah, basically that makes sense. I mean, yeah, they all. They're all Latin languages. We all have flavorful food. Yep, yep, yep. Dance well, other than me. Whether you're Latinx or Hispanic, we hope you had a great holiday. Uh, <laughs> thank you guys for tuning in every week. Uh, you can check us out um, on all the social medias at Nerds with Friend. Um, or you can become a patron of the show at patreon.com slash nerds with friends. Um, really helps us out if you support the show. You can also just click like and subscribe down at the bottom if you're watching on YouTube. Um, likes are free, subscribes are free, so we do appreciate that. Hit the like button, make it turn into like a jizz, like little three little things. Yep. Just make it come. Just exactly. Make it come. Just make us come. Make us come, please. Wow. Moms, Definitely not going to get monetized on YouTube for that one. It's fine. Tell your grandpas. Yeah. Tell your pastors. If you have multiple personalities, have each personality listen to the episode. Just multiple times. Yeah, right wingers, left wingers. We we try to please everybody. Middle wingers. Middle wingers. <laughs> yep, exactly. Um, today we are going to be talking heavily about Spider Man: No Way Home. Oh my God! Uh, we'll give you the spoiler warnings when it's when we're going to start talking spoilers. Um, but we'll give you our like. Uh, our spoiler-free review uh, beforehand, and we'll warn you. We're also going to be talking about Hawkeye. Uh, last week, the season finale aired, um, so we're going to be uh, delving into some spoilers for that, too. Again, we'll give you a review overall, and then we'll hit you with the spoiler warning so you know when to pause or go, you know, pause the podcast, come back later if you need to. Uh, before we do that, um, I guess we also have Christmas presents for each other. Yeah. So we could do that in lieu of nerdy confessions this week. Um, we like to give each other gifts every once in a while. All right, you go first. You want me to go first? Yeah. Okay. 
this is definitely going to be better for the YouTubers. So if you are one of our audio listeners, maybe uh, check out the old YouTube channel this week uh, because, you know, it always works a little bit better when uh, you actually see what we open up. Fuck, I hope I took the rice oh, tags off. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> This was a gamble. Uh, I, I really I wanted it. I really wanted to get him something like this, but it's like this guy just buys everything. So I was trying to look for the most obscure, and then I was trying to remember whatever he's not shown me. Oh, yeah. So th these are Necron Tomb Blades. Here, nice close-up. So these are some Warhammer 40,000 models. I do not have these. Good. And I do have some Necron guys, so this will go good with my Necron army. God, these guys are sick looking. They look kind of like the um, destroyer droids, almost from. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, with the curve. The yeah, the little roly pod ones. Except there's actually like little dudes in there. And do they fly? They look like they. Fly I almost too. got like some big ones that looked almost like dragons, and then I was like, I don't know if this goes with anything he has. <laughs> and then I was like, I do. I would like to see him paint it. And I was like, but I figured I'd go for something. And I remember you using the neon colors like he probably has some of those guys yeah i don't I do. know enough of the lore other than what he tells me so so necrons are basically <clears throat> they're kind of like egyptian space terminators almost so they uh the skynet th of space they had basically um the robots and they didn't start off as robots they started off as a normal human race but they wanted immortality so they like found some some other beings who like granted them immortality but the to do so, they basically uploaded their consciousnesses into into robot bodies. So what we're heading towards? Oh, 100%. No, yeah. yeah Meta, humans. The Facebook meta metaverse, that's basically what the Necrons are. And so they basically conquered the whole universe. And so they're like, they got bored and they're like, uh, peace out. We're going to go to sleep for a little while. They went to sleep for like thousands and thousands of years. <laughs> they're like, we want more <laughs> civilization to come up so we can conquer. Yeah, exactly. Shit. We're going to take a little nap ski. Because we're bored of being immortal. And now they're waking up again and trying to dominate the galaxy again. So, pretty cool. But, yeah, I do I do love me some Necrons. Thank you. That was really cool. Nice. Sh should I do the second one, too? Sure. Oh, my God. I did all that wrapping. It does look really nice. No, I didn't do that. Oh, yeah. That was the missus. <laughs> Sabrina did it. Yeah. It, it There's nice. no way I could have done it. You could tell if I had done it. Yeah. Uh, well, you'll notice the one I got for you is in a fucking bag. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm the That's laziest. how men do it. That's, yeah. If I, it was me, it would have been newspaper. All, all my way out the house, I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> and then I grabbed the bag and uh, just, you know, like, crammed the things in there. Okay, so let's get some tape on here. I thought I took that off. This looks fragile. Maybe Italian. <laughs> I think on the other side, the tape would be easier. Oh, is it? No, definitely not. This is the way to do it. This is This is happening. Great audio content for listeners. Yeah, I know. Sorry, sorry, audio listeners. What the fuck is this? The Holy Grail? Yes, it is. I was gonna be mad if you didn't know what it was <laughs> from from the Last Crusade. Fuck yeah, that's fucking awesome. <laughs> you have chosen wisely. You know, for a second I was like, oh my god, if he doesn't know what it is, claiming that's one of his favorite movies, dude. It this is sick. <laughs> It like one thing that I remember about that too is when they pour the water in it, it looks so good because it's like a cold like bottom. That's tight. What I like is that it's got good weight to it. It does for sure. That's really cool. It's on the way home if you're getting robbed. Yeah, just fucking holy grail. Brain someone. Yeah, it looks awesome. Is that like an Etsy thing that you found it or? Nope. Like, I'm not gonna tell you where I found it. It looks cool. It looks <laughs> looks very official. 
I saw a couple of them. I was like, oh, I think this one looks the best one. Yeah, that's sick. That is my one of my favorite ones. I think that might be my favorite Indiana Jones. I don't, I don't know. Raiders of the Lost Ark is very good too. Moving forward, he's all his drinks. He's gonna be drinking. Yeah, that. exactly. I <laughs> pour my diet Pepsi into. <laughs> All right, man. You can get yours. Yeah. Thank you very much for those. Those are very, very cool. I've I've gotten so many miniatures this holiday. I'm gonna be painting for a while. Oh shit! So it's three di three different ones. Oh, nice. So th those are all the what we call age two of the Mistborn. Oh, nice. Era two. This is not how I picture them having, like, guns and stuff. Yeah, so basically, so it's by Brandon Sanderson. It's the um, sequel series to Mistborn. So this takes place, like, 100 years or 120 years All right, or something. Tell, tell me the orders. So I can put them in order so that way I don't fuck them up. Uh, I believe it's Alloy of Law, then Shadow of Self, then Bands of Mordor, okay. I believe. I don't want to do it them should, It should say somewhere in there, like in the front page or something yeah i don't want to start it and like i'm like in the last book and it's like halfway through <laughs> who like, are oh. all these people yeah. and why do they seem like they all know each other which honestly wouldn't be that much of a surprise by the way brent uh, sanderson writes you're like yeah. oh he does that a lot so he kind of does he, he kind of waits for you to like pick everything up on your own yeah which is that's why i could easily be halfway through the last yeah. book and then realize fuck i'm on the wrong yeah, one it, it probably says in the like in the beginning like in the title pages or something it'll say like book one book two or something i don't know it does not. <laughs> well, I think so. Quick Google will set you right if you nice. if you mix them up. I got time to read too. Yeah, uh, one thing that's cool about those because uh, I just recently reread them, and after having like re you know read the first one, and then rereading those ones after I kind of know what's going on and stuff, and ha having read the Stormlight Archive, I'm like, oh shit, shit is going down. So there's some like crazy stuff that's happening in those ones, which is pretty. No, awesome. and he's definitely a storyteller. Where like if you listen to it twice, you catch stuff that you didn't catch the the first time. Yes, a hundred percent. Which is why I'm rereading like the Wheel of Time right now too, which is same sort of thing. Are you watching the Wheel of Time? The, yes, the show. I'm, I think two episodes behind. Yeah, season finale is uh, tomorrow night, I believe. Well, then tomorrow night we can finish it because. Uh, Mrs. doesn't like watching stuff until every until it's done. Until it's all done. So it's all done. So I tricked her into watching like the first four episodes. I did. I didn't say trick. I lied. I yeah, knew. It I, lied. <laughs> I knew it wasn't finished. Falsified information. Well, I, mean, I don't know if it's lying because she didn't ask me if it was finished. I yeah. just started playing it. You just omitted information. It was yeah. a lie of omission. I like it. <laughs> so we got up to four, and she's like, "The next one." I'm like. Ugh. Next Maybe next week we can watch the next one. Yeah, I'm, I'm tired. tired. It's six o'clock. Yeah, I know. I just logged day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Well, thank you very much for my gifts. They are awesome. I can't wait to put together these Robo Boys. Paint them. I do like painting Necrons. I was just thinking about that the other day. Look at that. Red is fucking mine. Hell yeah. Um, all right. Well, we're going to take a quick little break, and then when we come back, uh, we are going to be talking about Hawkeye and Spider-Man No Way Home. So we'll be right back. And we're back. That didn't really work. I was <laughs> like, maybe I can wear this on my head and it poked my eye. Probably have glitter now. Yeah, I'm probably gonna, there's going to be glitter everywhere. Like go home and look like see I, some on my hands. Go home and look like I went down on a stripper. <laughs> hey, that sounds like a fun Glitter time. in your eye is good for your eyes, right? <laughs> That's how you get pink eye. 
Um, we're going to be talking first about, I think, Hawkeye. That's probably sure. the first thing to do because we can go on about Spider-Man for a while. So, uh, spoiler-free review of Hawkeye. Overall, what are your thoughts on this series? Was it good? Was it bad? Do you think people should watch it? I think people should watch it. It's It wasn't one of my favorite Marvel shows. Uh, it, it just... It, it was trying to balance action with happy go. It was way too happy go lucky yeah. for I feel like the subject matter that it was trying to tackle, and it, it was it was I don't know maybe because I I loved Daredevil so much where it's kind of hard to balance serious stuff and happy go with lucky stuff. Not like the Marvel movies where I feel like it, they do do a good of like uh, there is action that you know feels like dire, and then you know there's still some laughable parts with this. It just I didn't feel it balanced too well. Yeah, I'd say I, I could agree with that. Um, and I'll talk a little bit more about it once we get into the spoiler section. But I think you're right. I think the balance between, you know, having a, like a serious subject matter and then having like joke, 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 you know, I think that hurt it a little bit. Um, Which jokes are fine. It's they're just, fine, yeah. It just felt like it was trying to be like a Christmas, like too much of a Christmas story. But not enough of like it was trying to be a bad version of fucking Die Hard. It's right. kind of where like Die Hard did a great job where it was Christmas. Right. Second. Where serious stuff is happening. People are dying and stuff. But then you have John McClane like, you know, kind of laughing at himself while he's like his feet are bleeding because yeah. they have glass in them. You know Yippee what I mean? Yippee motherfucker. Yippee Kaye, mother Fredger. If you watch it on like TBS on Christmas Day. <laughs> um yeah, I'd agree with that. I'd say it's you know it's fun. There, there's like, um, I'd say there's like two or three great action scenes in it. Um, you know, lots of fun bow and arrow shooting. Though I, I I will say, I wish there was more bow and arrow stuff in it. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think it was a little light on on bows and or arrows. I don't know if they wanted to spend too much money on the CGI. I guess. Yeah. Well, I think I think the the missed opportunity is like, I feel like you can do a lot of that stuff pretty well with just good stunt man. Yeah. You know what I mean? You show him like shoot the arrow off into nothing. And then a stunt man just like grabbing an arrow stuck into him and doing a backflip, you know, like that kind of stuff would be fine. Yep. Um, but overall I think it was interesting. It was fun. Um, I definitely don't think there's not a huge, uh, you know, tie into the MCU necessarily. I mean, like, we're not like changing the future of the MCU in, in ways like Loki did. Um, but you know, not like that, but I mean, it's, there's some interesting stuff. I guess I was going to say something. Well, when we start getting into spoilers, yeah. so. well, let's do it right now. So overall I'd say, you know, guess watch it. I think, you know, I think that's the thing. You don't have to go out and like rush to do it. Cause you know, you could still like, you can see Spider-Man no problem without having seen this. You can see the Eternals without having seen this. Like it doesn't really tie in, um, to any future movies where you're like, oh, I have to watch Hawkeye before I go see, you know, whatever the next movie is. So you've got time. Take your time and watch it and enjoy it. I think it was, you know, a fun, a fun romp. Okay. Yeah. Was it? Well, yeah. But well, when we get into All it. All right. Now, full spoilers coming at you for Hawkeye. So if you have not seen it, uh, you might want to pause this, watch six hours worth of Disney Plus content, and then come back. But here we go. Spoiler alert. Go, Christian. So I did not like how, um, well, I mean, I, I, I get that they're trying to write out uh, Jeremy, uh, oh, fuck, I forget his name. Renner. Jeremy Renner. Yep. Um, I just kind of 
don't like the way they're doing it where he's like, uh, oh, he's, he's getting beat up or uh, he's not, you know, I don't know, as good as he used to be. Like, he lost his hearing. Um, that does happen. In the, I mean, I'm sure because he is, he is human, you know. So right. I, I, I don't know. Maybe I don't, I don't even know how I would do it differently, but I, I don't know. I, I, it's just, it, it felt a little weird. It's one know. of those things where, you know, I think it, it's, we're reaching one of those moments where the movies, movies or, you know, live action shows or whatever you want to call it, um, has to diverge from the comics because let's face it, these, you know, like some of these comics have been going on for 50, 60 years and the people in them are still the same age. You know what I mean? So actors, unfortunately, want to do other stuff, get old, you know, can't do backflips and stuff as, as easy as they used to. So it does make sense, and it is kind of a bummer. But I feel like, you know, they definitely showed that he still has it. You know, he can still – like I felt like he carried um, the movie in, or the show enough by himself as like a you know, solo-starred movie. Um, I feel like, you know, I was concerned about that. Like, oh, can Jeremy Renner do this all by himself? And I thought he was fine. Um, and I thought Haley Steinfeld as, as Kate Bishop was excellent. You know, she played, they had really good chemistry together. Um, I don't know. No, I liked her. She was very much like, uh, the kid who wants to be like the next superhero where you got like the older, older father figure is like, nah, kid, you're not ready. Like, no, that was... That was that was cool. Um, and so we saw the introduction of Echo in this too, uh, Maya, whatever her last name is. Um, who uh, I thought she was cool. Her fight scenes were pretty cool. Um, Maya uh, Lopez. Maya Lopez. Um, and I feel like my only complaint about her is there really was you know a lot of face emotions. A lot of times she's just staring there, and then just signing angrily. And, and maybe that's a thing because she is a deaf actress. Maybe that's a harder thing to convey. Maybe she does more of her emotions with her hands and stuff. And maybe that's something we just don't pick up on because we don't, you know, normally communicate that way. No, and that, uh, you actually reminded me of another issue I had. Where, it's pretty like, cool she had a robot leg, too. <laughs> it was a robotic. It was metal. But, uh, Same thing. No, she doesn't have electricity going Th- through it. thinking though. about getting metal legs. It's a risky operation, but I think it's worth it. What? What? what Bugged me a little bit was that um, she was able to go toe to toe with Hawkeye, who is an Avenger who fought aliens, who was doing like you know high government work for a long ass time. Yeah, and she was an MMA fighter. At least that's what the show told us. You know, like right. The show didn't really talk about her actual powers. Versus Kate Bishop, at least in the intro, we see from a child to her after college you know she's been training super hard she's been uh, wanting to be like hawkeye yeah, since so, she was a little girl yeah that i get you know you she's been she's been training because she wanted to be just like him because she saw him you know fighting just as a human you know during the battle of new york yeah so that to me made sense but so they hint at it a little bit with with maya um, with child maya child maya maya uh because when she's doing her karate match um you see her looking at her opponent's it's called, feet and it's called stuff. Kumite. It's called Kumite, man. Kumite? It's not. It's battle to the death. Um, no, she, she see her looking at her opponent's feet when he's about to kick her or whatever. And that's part of her abilities is similar but different to Daredevil. Same, same, but, but different. different. <laughs> um, 
but she can like because she's deaf she watches people's movements and and can like instantly telegraph their you know they telegraph their attacks and stuff to her so she can counter them and adopt her moves similar to like similar to how taskmaster does it almost not quite the same level but um that's supposed to be her ability and that's know? great if you didn't have to explain it to me if yeah. you didn't already know that you right, know, right right when you're visually storytelling you know you gotta you gotta also, fun yeah. fact: she uh, at one point she she wore the Ronin costume in the comics too. Yeah, yeah. Which I thought what the show was going to do. Yeah, I thought it was leading up to that. I thought we were going to see her go off on her own as Ronin. Yeah, you know, that's kind of what I figured. You know, to put on. You know, well, we already hit the spoilers. Like, yeah. Ronin, uh, aka Hawkeye, had killed her dad because he was a mobster working for. The Kingpin. The Kingpin. Mm -hmm. So I thought it would have been interesting as her kind of like a Batman-like thing, like what she was afraid of as a kid, you know, she adopts and later on to like install fear like it installed fear in her, which I thought what they were going to do, but yeah, they didn't. I mean, it, w it would make sense if at the end, because essentially she finds out the Kingpin betrayed her dad and had him killed. Um, and so it makes sense if she adopted the Ronin moniker and went around taking out you know mob bosses similar to how ronan did it in the movies um to make sure that no one else had that kind of thing it's like it, it makes it makes sense thematically but it was also kind of nice that hawkeye had that closure of burning the suit at the yeah, end you know for sure um, um what do you think of kingpin being in it i okay so i'll start off uh things i like things i didn't sure. um did not like hawaiian shirts he, ha he has it in the comics. I mean, he does, he but God, they look goofy. <laughs> <laughs> it's comic accurate. Um, that didn't bug me. Um, so I'll start with what bugged me. So, you know, like Kingpin is this, uh, you know, mastermind uh, mob boss who for a long time was just, you know. Behind moving, the scenes. Yeah, and behind the scenes, and people didn't know he was there. Um, and Daredevil, the show, did a great job of having him do that. Mm -hmm. But in this... Like, his minions were fucking morons. Don't get me wrong. I thought the, you know, trust the bro truck guys were funny. Right. And they had a lot of funny. But that's, like, Kingpin would not have a bunch of moronic minions right. <laughs> going around doing stuff, which kind of, that part kind of, but and that's where I think it had the, the trouble of the balancing. Where can we put jokes? Where does it make sense? Versus, like, his minions were all, like, throwaway garbage people. Uh, except for... Who in the beginning he was garbage and terrible. Um, Kaz. His? Yeah, uh, like, yeah, Kaz. You're right. Uh, Kazi. Kazi. So that's right. Kazi. where Hawkeye like took him out multiple times, had even at one point snuck up on him, like was you know basically threatened to kill him if he didn't do you know lure people where he wanted to lure. Him. <laughs> and then in the final episode catches an arrow out of midair. Yeah, <laughs> he's like a what? ninja out of no. Yeah, and I was like, okay. We get that at the end with no explanation versus the other times he was completely useless. <laughs> He's like, nice shot. He's like, duh. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, that's funny. I, I, like, that was just weird to me. And again, it's balancing where it was like, had they showed him early on in the episodes, had he like gone toe to toe with Hawkeye? Yeah, if he didn't even, just get beat up like a bitch every single time. Up until the end where now I can catch arrows, you know, I, I that was fucking weird to me. I know. It was very strange. Like, I when I saw that, as I was watching it by myself, I was like, what? <laughs> no, it was the same thing. I was like, wait. so strange. When did he learn that? Uh, we also get another cameo in this one. Yelena, Black yes. Widow's Natasha Romanoff's sister. 
Um, she was awesome. She was awesome. As she was in the fucking movie. Her and her and Kate Bishop's or Katie Steinfeld's uh, chemistry together was amazing. Yeah, it was great. Like you know, like when in the last episode when they're fighting each other and, and she like slaps her. She's like, "What was that?" Yeah. He's like, I, "I don't know. I'm sorry." <laughs> well, you get to I I think Kate Bishop's character has a crush on her. Yeah, and, and like or um, they you know or they just want to be best friends because they like each other. Yeah, they're I, both. I, Badass chicks who like fighting and stuff. Maybe. I definitely got the vibes of like, uh, this hot girl makes me nervous and I don't know how to talk to her. Yeah. That's kind of the vibe. That vibes. could happen too. Mm-hmm. That's kind of the vibes I was getting. But um, I'd watch that. I'd watch oh, that movie. For sure. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. And then I'd uh, watch that parody on the internet. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> if you catch, not me. catch my drift. No, but um, Yelena's character was like, you know, this tough, domineering, but also had a soft spot for her. You know, she's yeah. like, I should have a reason to dislike you because you're working with the man who I think killed my sister. But she treated her like a little like like a little kid. Like a, yeah, she had, a little... had nothing, nothing against her. You know, like it's not she had nothing against Kate Bishop. She just wanted to kill Clint Barton. Yeah. You know, I really like that. And obviously, you know, Yelena's has a, a kind of a hole in her heart for a sister figure. You know That's what I mean? True. And I think that, that, you know, that Kate's kind of filling that gap for her at the moment. Yeah. And I love the part where, you know, Kate was like telling Elena, stop, ma- stop saying things that makes me like you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> She's like, I can't help it. Um, yeah, she was great. Ex- super fun. Um, and oh, but, were- but I do want to say, cause yeah. we got off topic. The thing that bugged a lot of people, but it didn't bother me was that how easily, quote-unquote, easily Kate Bishop defeated Kingpin? Uh, first of all, Mercedes had a real big part in taking out the Kingpin. Well, A, number one. Number two, like they were saying, like, oh, Daredevil, who's this great martial artist, like had a hard time with him. I was like, well, so to me, as I was watching the show, he had zero respect for Kate Bishop, like right. at all. Didn't even see her as a threat. He's just kind of like tossing her around, like pushing her. And then, so, like, it was his hubris. Like, he was just like, oh, this, like, this bitch isn't even, like, close to me, like, in right. the threat level. And so he didn't even think about the arrows on the ground where she, like, flicked it and knocked him away. Like, right. to me, it was his hubris. He just didn't see her as a real threat. Like, she's nothing fucking serious. And it was his hubris that defeated him. That's right. the way and, I took it. And there's no way he could possibly, like, they're arrows, so he doesn't know exactly what they all do and stuff. So, you know, he... It's harder to prepare for something like that. And again, he also got hit by a car <laughs> and an arrow through, through a brick wall and, and, and an, an arrow on the yeah. chest. Um, but yeah, to me, it's like, dude, okay, like he he didn't know who she was. He didn't give a shit once he saw. Like as he was fighting her, he's like, dude, this is fucking lightweight shit. Yeah, I'm not gonna and beat it, up this little girl. And it was that that defeated him. Yeah. That didn't fucking bug me. But the internet and Twitter and I mean, has been he got up crazy. and walked away from it anyway. Yeah. You know? So. Um, and he's not fucking dead. Yeah. I know people were fucking upset. People were like, oh, they killed him off? Like, like no, nah. he's not fucking dead. You notice how the camera zoomed up? They didn't do that to maintain their Disney Plus rating system. They yeah. did that because they want to bring him back. You're not going to bring back Vincent D'Onofrio as Kingpin into the MCU for for the scenes that they had him play in this no. show. You no, know no, what no. I mean? Absolutely not. Um, and also, we were talking off camera, but like in the comics, Echo does shoot Kingpin and all he has is fucking eye patches on his eyes. Yeah, like, he survives. He fucking he's survives. a beast. He just flexes his bald head and they deflect the bullets. He just, he's, he's what, 98% muscle, 2% fat? He just has the muscle around his eyes, just yeah, catch the bullets. He just fucking blinked really hard and caught the bullets. It. It's all he's yeah. to do. Fucking crushed it. Crushed it. Made it into a cuffling. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, so I totally called it, right? I totally called it. Oh, yeah. From, like, episode two or whatever that was. That was pretty sweet. 
Um, and then we we also get a little reveal at the end that um, which I don't like. So the, the role, the Rolex, Hawkeyes, yeah. So the Rolex is, you know, uh, an item that they keep talking about in the beginning, where you know they're trying to. It was found in the Avengers Tower or whatever, and they were trying to figure out who it was. Like, ooh, is it Stark Tech? Is it Pym Tech? We don't know. Um, it turns out it was Hawkeye's wife's. You turn it on the back, and it's, it's a Shield Rolex, and then it has the number nineteen. So she's Agent Nineteen, who in the comic books is is the superhero Mockingbird, which. That's fine. That's fine. It's fine. It's fine. But what bugged me is like everyone wanted this watch because, and they made it think it was a big deal. Like it was yeah. Stark Tech or something. Right. Like if it was his. Why glasses. would they be looking for that watch of this Shield agent? Yeah. It just, that part, I was like, once that was revealed, I'm like, oh, okay. And is, is Linda Cardellini going to come back and do a superhero show? I doubt it. I, I'd be, I'd be down. I mean, maybe, but. She was barely in this show. Yeah, maybe I don't know. Maybe I don't know. Very weird. But that's who. That's who. That's supposed to. That's what that little teaser at the end was. Was that uh, Hawkeye's wife is uh, Mockingbird or Agent Nineteen from from Shield? Um, I also did enjoy. It was um, cool. Like I like that you saw her like coordinating a couple things with him while yeah. he's like on a mission. You're like, oh, she's not just a stay at home mom. She's actually a badass who's just fucking. She's pulling all the strings. She's the the man in the chair or whatever, like like Ned says in Spider Man. Um, I do, I do, I did enjoy what they did with Jack, um, Kate Bishop's uh, stepdad, Ooh, the swordsman, the sword, yeah, the swordsman. I like that too. That that was cool. I I, I knew and the Larpers. Yeah, the Larpers, <laughs> the lar- were, the LARPers fun. were funny. Um, that that at was the end, he's like, you just sometimes you have to realize when someone you know makes you a better person, it just makes you better. And I mean, she knocked it out of the park with these suits. The elasticity—that's <laughs> so good. I do want to know who the little brat kid was that Jack was talking to, where he's like, "Yeah, I don't remember know. when you peed in the Hamptons." Everyone, Everyone remembers. <laughs> I it, because I feel like if it was just that one part, it would have been fine. But then um, one of the firemen is carrying him out, yeah. and like the kid's complaining. He's, "Do you know who I am?" And he's like, well, "You're being a fucking brat or something like that." Yeah. I feel like he's something bigger than I don't know. Maybe he's a different character. I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I I, I, I will have to rewatch and pay closer attention because I think he came up earlier at one of the parties or something too. And like but the, the old episode. switcheroo where we thought Jack was the villain and Mom was a good guy and yeah. it was it was the other way around. Yeah, I never trust women. That's what I learned. That's what, the, that's what Marvel teaches us. That's that's what the MCU teaches. <laughs> I love that. I like I I realize that's a stupid. <laughs> Most people who make that point are stupid, but it's a funny saying. The MCU. There'll be a recall to that later. Yeah, exactly. Um, cool. Uh, well, check us at, check out Hawkeye streaming now. All the episodes are out now. Let us know what you thought of it. Um, but now let's talk about something I'm really excited for, Christian. Um, and again, we'll, we'll do spoiler-free review of Spider-Man: No Way Home. But we will tell you we'll tell you when the spoilers are going to start. So overall, you're probably the resident Spider-Man fan. I like Spider-Man too, but I know he's one of your favorites. He's my favorite. Yeah. Um, I guess I can't go into detail until we get the spoilers. No, yeah. Just <clears throat> did you like it? Is it, was, it worth seeing? It. I had high expectations, and it surpassed it. it yeah. Was, it was great. Um, I, usually, I have like some critiques or comments about like a movie, even when I really like it. I, I honestly, I, I was trying to think. I, I don't know if I can have like some critiques of how it could have been better. It was, it was fucking great. It was awesome. It was yeah. Awesome. Um, definitely the best 
movie marvel movie of the year maybe the best marvel movie it's i think it might be my favorite spider-man movie now spider-man 2 was very very good like the original toby Maguire one but uh this one and the first one for that matter i like both of them but this one it had it's like it's like the avengers end game to the spider-man movies series. you know what i mean it's just like yes a lot of it a lot of it is fan service for sure, but like that's okay because that's like. Well, I mean, fan par- service is great when it's done well. And it's done well, it yeah. Done super it, well. It's not. It's not. It wasn't done hokey. Everything was awesome. Like the story was amazing, um, and yeah, you should absolutely go see it. It's already broken box office records and stuff. I think it's the third biggest movie release of all time. For the I mean, release weekend. Talking about balance of like drama and you know dramatic and humor, yeah. that one did it like did perfectly. it extremely well, super well. It was parts where I was like, God damn, it, I don't want to cry because Cody's sitting next to me. Yeah, but because he'll I fucking cried. make fun of me <laughs> for sure. Oh, had I known, I would have yeah. fucking teared with him. <laughs> um, but it did a great job of balancing the jokes with the the drama and the yeah. sadness. Um, Abs- it was it was fucking awesome. Absolutely. All right. Well, we have to talk spoilers. So spoiler alert, guys. Here they come. We're going to be talking Spider-Man No Way Home spoilers starting right now. If you haven't seen it, pause now and go see it and then come back right now. Okay, cool. So everything we heard about this movie was true. Andrew Garfield. Yep. Tobey Maguire. Yep. William Defoe. Yep. Jamie Foxx. Charlie Cox. Charlie Cox is Daredevil. Yep. Um, or we should say as Matt Mur- Murdock. Um, well, I mean, he did the brick. Yeah. And... Um, so, like, everything was in it. Um, and I was worried leading up to it that, like, how are they going to balance having all these people in it? We're not, you know, I was like, oh, we're probably only going to see Toby and Andrew Garfield at the end for, like, five minutes. They were a big part of the third act. Yep. I mean, they were, like, in, you know, they were in the movie for quite some time. And my concern of, like, with so many, you know, big names, so many characters, how are they going to share the screen time right. with each other? Where it's not heavy one person and it wasn't like everyone, no it worked it worked so well everyone had a part in a piece and it played out well like even amongst the villains like yeah. like the lizard and sandman like and even electro didn't have much to do in, in the in the movie it was a lot of doc ock and green goblin which i was fine with because those guys are the best actors yep you know well jamie fox has won a lot of shit but uh I mean, yeah, but I mean, he wasn't playing anybody in this movie. He was just being Jamie Fox. <laughs> I guess. I guess it's just Jamie Fox. Okay, you're Jamie Fox, but you're obsessed with electricity and go. Okay, <laughs> but like you know, especially William Defoe. I mean, God, he just, stole every scene just, he was in. Oh, so good. I want more Green Goblin. <laughs> also, I love a lot of people like. I, I saw people on the internet complain about this, but I love that they put in, you know, I'm something of a scientist myself. Oh, dude, because it's a big meme. Oh, and like, it's so good. And it fit it fit the it, moment. It fit perfectly. And why wouldn't he say it? He said it before in other right. movies. Like, uh, it was a great fucking line. No, it was fuck so everyone good. who said that they didn't like it. Yeah, so funny. <laughs> um, and uh, so essentially, like... We were pretty close with our assumptions on how they got in there, uh, but it was everyone who supposedly knew Peter Parker was Spider-Man um, got drawn into our universe from the messed up spell that Doctor Strange was doing to make and everyone forget. I actually enjoyed how the spell went wrong. That was also another worry of mine, uh, in particular because they were hinting at it in the in the 
in the trailers where, you know, as he's in the middle of casting the spell, which would have worked perfectly fine if Peter wasn't like, well, no, I right. don't want NJ to forget. No, wait, I don't want Ned to forget. I will say, let me say this, though. It's a little irresponsible of Doctor Strange. Like, you're just going to erase everyone's memory without any questions or caveats. Nah. You're going to be like, okay, Peter, like, anyone you want to, like, actually remember you, like, friends and family, that sort of thing. Me, maybe, in case shit goes wrong, you know. <laughs> No, he's just like, all right, let's go do it. Boom, 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 boom. Oh, you want to change shit? Now you want to change it? It's like, come on, man. You're about to change the, the entire universe. I kick it back to my go-to answer with when anyone complains about Doctor Strange. You know how much shit Doctor Strange has to worry about? Yeah. He's the sole guardian. Well, he's, he's not Wong is now. Well, that's true. but Wong you know, is the Sorcerer Supreme. That was kind of a shocker in this one. That was, but, you know, Wong is off, you know, doing Sorcerer Supreme yeah. stuff. Um, he was like, this is not my problem. You guys take care of this. I'll see you later. Yeah, he's like, just do I have it. to go fight the abomination in <laughs> Shang-Chi. We don't know if that's what he went to go do, but that makes you wonder as the fucking, you know, Sorcerer Supreme, yeah. why are you dealing with a fucking, you know, why are you in a cage, cage match, match? Yeah. with fucking abomination? Very strange. Um, but, uh, yeah, so I thought it was kind of interesting. One thing, though, that's kind of wrong is that Jamie Foxx, Electro did not know Spider-Man was Peter Parker. Did in the movies? Not, I I don't think so. I don't know. Like that. even in this movie, he's like, I, oh, I would have, I thought you were black. Oh, that's true. And it was like, oh, so you didn't know? Why are you here? <laughs> I, mm, that's a great point. That's kind of interesting point, Cody. Maybe it's maybe it's maybe anyone who knew no, maybe he said it, Peter Parker, not Spider-Man. Maybe it was like their relationship to Spider-Man drew them in cosmically or God something. God damn it, Cody. It's a great fucking point to think yeah. about. Now we found something that could, they could have fixed. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, th- I thought that was kind of interesting. I mean, you know, it's, it's a minor thing. But it's very minor. You know, like very minor. Who, who cares? Love the chemistry between Doctor Strange and Spider-Man. Uh, yes. It was it was great. I want to see those two uh, in, in another movie. Probably won't, but at least in more cameos and stuff. Ooh, but- how'd you like when he's, when he, Spy- Peter Parker's in his astral form, and his body still dodges. It was the Spidey sense. I that love was, it. That was fucking. That dope. was a cool way of that showing was, it. That was a great. It was awesome. You know where he couldn't catch it, and he says you shouldn't be able to do this. He's like, oh, this is fucking awesome. Like uh, that yeah. was that was great. Also, I have to rewatch, which I'm gonna obviously rewatch it. But I didn't notice. But I guess they did the comic um, little uh, vibration lines around his head with the Spidey sense. Um, I didn't catch it, but I guess. When he's having his what they call here, it's not Spider Sense, Peter, Peter Tingle. Tingle. Yeah. When he has it, when um, the Green Goblin, I guess at that moment he was um, Norman Osborn. Norman Osborn, uh, where he senses something's gonna happen, and I guess there was a vibrational lines around his head where mm-hmm. they finally showed a visualization of what it, you know, I guess they always do that thing where it's like, it's like a a, a lens technique on the camera where they like zoom in on his face but also pull the camera back which yeah. makes the background like fade away kind of thing yeah um they always did that and that's enough for me to understand oh spidey sense is tingling i get it you know but yeah i mean i know we already mentioned william defoe but like him <sighs> having him being like the top villain again was fucking was great <laughs> it was so good like he was pretending that like you know, he didn't want to be the Green Goblin anymore. Like, he was back to being Norman Osborn, and he was trying to get it fixed. But at the whole time, the way I, I, I took it, because I guess it's debatable. Right. For me, I feel that it was 
uh, Norman Osborn in the front, but the Green Goblin in the back, like, okay, let me see what information I can gather, glean, and see how I could use it to my advantage later. Right. And, um, yeah, and then... Yeah, it's hard to tell if he's really got, like, that dual personality where, like, sometimes Norman's in control, sometimes the Goblin's in control, or is the Goblin always in the background pulling the strings? It's very hard to tell, um... Because he's such a good actor. Yeah. You know, and he can turn it on at the drop of a hat kind of thing. Now, I will say, I did for half a second get scared where um, the Green Goblin, where he was, or Norman Osborn was pretending to make uh, a cure for the Goblin. But in reality, he was making another serum to make him stronger. And that's where I got a little freaked out because Aunt May at one point had, I was like, yo, if they have her take the serum... I'm going to be fucking pissed. And yeah. I thought for a second she was going to do it to save Peter. Yeah. And that would have been really bad. I'm glad they didn't fucking do it. Um, but yeah. the fight scenes are great. The fight scenes between the Goblin and uh, Tom Holland's uh, Spider-Man was fucking mm-hmm. awesome. Uh, one thing that was really cool is in this movie, there's a lot of callbacks to the previous movies, but not callbacks in the sense where it's like, um, like, Hey, remember when this happened? Or hey, remember this and that? You know, um, they were subtle enough, like visual cues, where like Peter's running to get the 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 uh, the go- uh, pumpkin bomb. Yep, is the same scene from Spider-Man One, where he reaches out and grabs it and it blows up in his face. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. the same exact scene in this one. And then we had a scene towards the end, which one of my favorite scenes in the entire movie. Which Cody called was going to happen. I fucking called it. Go back and listen to those episodes when we review the Spider-Man trailers. Um, But where Andrew Garfield um, saves MJ because our Tom Holland, Peter Parker, was diving after her, falling off the Statue of Liberty and couldn't get to her. Tom Holland swings in, saves her. And you can see he even, like, he focuses more on like grabbing her rather than webbing her right like he did and, in the and, movie and snapping someone's and at, back yeah and at the end he lands on the ground he's like are you okay and he kind of lets out like a sob and no he didn't like, sob he was crying yeah he was he was like super upset and and that was like a redemption for him oh absolutely 100 percent. also we see toby Maguire spider-man stopping peter or tom holland it gets very confusing talking about all the peters <laughs> in this we see toby Maguire stop tom holland from impaling the goblin with the glider which again calls back to his movie where that was one of his big regrets is that he couldn't he didn't save norman osborne well uh, let himself get impaled by his own thing see i'm wondering it could have been that i agree it could have been that i thought it was more of like the thief that shot uncle ben sure he let him die right let him fall off that building and he died well it was the same it was the same thing with the uh with the uh, uh glider you know what i mean i mean he he knew it was coming, so he jumped out of the way, and it killed Norman Osborn. And he didn't—he didn't want Norman Osborn dead. Yeah, you know. So it was kind of—it was kind of both of those tied together, I think. Um, so it was very cool seeing some of those and the, uh, you know, callbacks to the, uh, to the original movies, which I thought was very tastefully done. Oh, and and, and, and there are other movies that don't do it as well, including one that just came out today, <laughs> The Matrix. But it's it's fine. It's fine. I haven't seen it, so we're not going to talk yeah, about it. Yet. We'll talk about it some other time. Um, I did love that they addressed um, the first Spider-Man's like not making his own web, right? But the like, internal, the internal web, where they see him shoes like, whoa! How the f- how did you do that? And yeah. Like, oh, like like that. It's like 
Ooh, <laughs> does it come out of anywhere else? Yeah, like the joke, and it's all stuff that, of course, we thought or have joked about, but they did it in right. the movie. And then later on, like I think Tom Holland gets webbed. I'm like, not sure if it was Andrew Garfield or, or it was Tom Holland. him, or it was too many Spider-Men flying but around. But one of them get hit by, and he's like, it's, "Ugh, Ugh <laughs> gross, <laughs> so good." Um, and then the bi- probably the biggest uh, shocker, I would say, I guess, um, not the shocker himself. No. He wasn't in it. He wasn't in it. Uh, but uh, Aunt May dies, gets killed by the Green Goblin. And before she dies, she she gives the famous Spider-Man line, with great power, there must also come great responsibility. Yep. The actual comic accurate line. Look it up. Um, but, you know, with great power comes great responsibility is the line from the original um, – you know, Tobey Maguire one, and she's the one who utters it in this um, in this universe, and then she dies, and then that sends Peter into kind of a a, a downward spiral, and the the other two sp- Peters are there to kind of pull him. Yeah, out. Yeah, that that was dope because they had gone through their ordeals; they knew exactly what he was going right. through, and it was kind of cool that like instead of which makes sense. I mean, he's super super young. Although Andrew Garfield is young when it happened to him, but like they just see this new. Spider-Man, they're like, okay, we've gone through it. We need to help him push through this and right. not go follow the path that we did. Exactly, exactly. Um, very well done. You know, I'm sad that Marissa Tomei won't be in it anymore because I love her. Unless she gets, unless she gets pulled from a different that's true universe, but I doubt it. I doubt. That um, but uh, I thought it was thought it was really well done. Um, oh, and the Avengers line was fucking great. Because like so, each Spider-Man is used except for Tom Holland. The other two Spider-Mans are used to fighting alone. They right. don't. They never fought with uh, a team. So Tom Holland's like, no, we gotta fight as a team. We gotta do this together. He's like, I, I have an idea how this works. Like, I was with the Avengers, and you see Tobey Maguire's like, the Avengers, and he's like, yeah, he's like, that's awesome. What is that? <laughs> what is that? Is that like a band or something? Which is great because you know, like you know, and in the comics they. You know, they were he was with the Avengers. Sure. But these two solo guys never never were and right. They, they never no teamed idea. up with anyone. I I also like when he's like, he's like, yeah, I fought the, the craziest feeling I ever fought was this like gooey black alien. This one time he's like, oh, I fought an alien too in outer space. He's like, oh, in outer space. And Andrew Garfield's like, I never fought an alien. I just fought a guy in a mechanical rhino yeah. suit. <laughs> Like, I'm such a loser. Such a loser. He's like, no, you're amazing. Yeah. So good. Because he was the amazing Spider-Man. Amazing Spider-Man, get it? Um, I also really enjoy that he says, hey, I love you guys. And then the other two. Thank you. Thanks. thanks. Didn't tell him that. <laughs> yeah. So sad. So let's talk about Andrew Garfield for a minute. Um, because this movie, I feel like Tobey Maguire had his day in the sun and he had his three movies. The third movie was kind of shitty, but... Overall, he had his run as Spider-Man. I feel like Andrew Garfield really, you know, his movies were just poorly made. And I, I never really had a problem with him as Spider-Man. Like, I didn't like him as, as Peter Parker as much, but he wasn't the problem with those movies. No, and those movies were poorly written. I, I would say in, in the suit and, like, yes. his design, he looked the most like the Spider-Man in the comics, and he probably had the best look as Spider-Man. Right. I also did not enjoy his Peter Parker, but I don't think that was his fault. I think it was bad writing. Right. Uh, because in this movie, he was more like the Peter Parker we know in the comics where he did seem dorky. You know, right. he did seem like he wanted people's approval. Right. Like, and it, it like he stole the show when, when all the three Peters were together. Like first when, when they, they pull him in initially and they're like, wait, 
you're not Spider-Man. He's like, y- yes, I am. He's like, well, prove it. He just jumps up and sticks to the ceiling. He's like, nah, that's not enough. Crawl around and stuff. He's like, you serious? Yeah. So he's got like, and then the little Filipino grandma's like, can you get the spider web? That was fucking amazing. Because I turned to Cody and like, that's exactly what a Filipino grandma would. Yeah. Like, if she saw that, she'd be like, look, since you're up there. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know what's funny food. is I, I ran into our buddy Antonio mm-hmm. at the parking garage after the movie. And he was like, it, it was really nice. He was like, you know, this is the first time I've really seen, like, my you know heritage displayed on screen like that before and it was perfect yeah agreed. it was like like she had the 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 vinegar on on the uh on the uh table you know and every the table's like covered in tablecloth but then covered in plastic on top of it just like his grandma would have it and it was like he's like it was just something about that was just so perfect i'm wondering if ned you know the actor was just like nah 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 this is not accurate. This, this is that even the house yeah. looked like a Filipino grandma's, uh, you know, house with all the old picture frames and stuff like that. Yeah, that was that was hilarious. But he just, it really, I feel like this movie really redeemed Andrew Garfield in a lot of ways. Yeah, and it really gave his Spider-Man the closure it deserved from oh, the last movie. You know, absolutely. There's already a Twitter campaign to get him a new movie. Yeah, which after seeing this, I wouldn't mind as long as let, as long as Marvel made it. Yeah, just let yeah. Marvel do it. Um, Sony is just has mishandled a lot of things, and I'm worried about Morbius. I don't think Morbius is going to be any good. Oh, I I won't get into it too much, but I I like the way Morbius looks when he's full human vampire. Yeah, I don't like that he's can I, switch from human to living vampire. Which yeah, is we'll, we'll see what see what happens. We'll see. Um, and then uh, at the end, we do see um, up in the rift above the Statue of Liberty, when uh, Doctor Strange is trying to clo- keep all the rifts closed, we do see some shadows. Um, I thought I'd seen Craven the Hunter. Craven, yeah. The I I, want, I looked up some some screenshots of it, and I think it is Craven. Okay, it looks like him. He's got kind of the bulky shoulders, yeah, like, the look lion like the lion pelt or yeah. whatever, and then a spear. I was hoping um, there's I, also a, a scorpion in yes. there, and then a rhino as well. Well, they have the scorpion. Well, the the, the character in the Marvel in the MCU. Yeah, he was he met, he meets Vulture at the raft or whatever. Yeah, yeah that guy. Um, so I was hoping to see Madam Web, and maybe she was there, and I missed it. But yeah, Madam Web would be fucking dope. I know. I want Madam Web to happen. Um, let's talk about post credit scenes. There are two. One's a, there's really one, and then there's a trailer or a teaser trailer. Because the one we see Venom, who's in this universe, and he... Which we saw that at the end of the Venom movie. Right. And um, and they explain it in the end of the Venom movie that the Venom symbiote has a, a hive mind collective across all universes. So it kind of explains how he knows who Spider-Man is and why he would get sucked in. Right. Um, but then, then... We see... We see him get sucked back out. But the little blob of symbiote goo is still on the on the bar that he was drinking. Which I don't know at. if it was the Caribbeans or if it was somewhere else, but yeah. it's gonna be interesting how it's gonna make it from there to New York. Right. We'll exactly. See. But you know, talking about, you know, us calling things and having good ideas for movies, here here's here's my here's my plan for how the symbiote gets on okay. Peter, right? Getting from Mexico or the Caribbean or wherever I don't know how exactly that's going to happen. They can make it happen with, you know, hops on someone's Flash is going to be on vacation with his family. It's yeah. going to get on Flash. Yeah. Boom. That may, that makes sense. <laughs> I mean, that could happen. Um it could find its way somehow back to him. But 
you know, Peter, at the end of this, we see that he is no longer wearing any of his Stark suits. Nope. He has made his own Spider-Man suit. Because Happy doesn't know he's Peter, or Peter Parker yeah, is Spider-Man. No, no one knows who, who Peter Parker is. Like, it's also strange that no one knows who he is. Like, he doesn't have a... Does he have a birth certificate still? We see him have... No, no, no. It's no one... People do not know that Peter Parker is Spider-Man. And uh, anyone who knew that just doesn't know that anymore. Yeah, but they also don't know Peter Parker because Happy doesn't know Peter Parker. MJ doesn't know Peter Parker. Ned doesn't know Peter Parker. But it's because of the connection. I feel it's because of the connection of him to Spider-Man. I think if anyone who didn't know... Oh, which the whole world knows. You're right. The whole world knew. (laughs) Yeah, just caught myself. So if there's if there's one guy who like he's like he's like the cool friend who's not on social media and doesn't really watch news, he just kind of sits at home. Hey, what's up, he, Peter? Hey, what up, Peter? You know who I am? <laughs> it's just like yeah. Why would yeah, I know you? Why would I know you? I haven't, loser from haven't seen you in a while. <laughs> so what's up? So uh, this is the part where I loved it, and I I loved this movie for one this particular oh, thing. Hold on, I didn't finish my oh, I didn't finish my uh, my movie plot. Oh, that's right. Okay, so. Now he doesn't have access to any of his Stark abilities. He doesn't have anyone who he can rely on for help, right? He's 100% by himself. So he's going to start feeling underpowered. He's going to go up against whoever the bad guy is in this new movie. And maybe he gets his ass kicked the first time. So he's feeling like, you know, he's by himself. He's depressed. He's angry that he doesn't, you know, that Aunt May is dead. That he doesn't have any friends. His life is shitty. It's the perfect combination of, like, like bad emotions for the symbiote to latch onto. Absolutely. And so the symbiote gets on him, black suit, pa- gives him the power boost where he feels like he's Spider-Man again. But then, you know, the the rest of the movie happens where he finds out that it's turning him into a bad person. Oh, yeah. Like he's powered up. He's hitting people hard. He goes too far. Yeah. Maybe breaks someone's spine and that gets him to go like, yeah, oh, exactly. shit, I'm doing too much. Yeah. And then we're going to get the dance, you know. the. Oh. <laughs> I <laughs> hope so. I hope so. <laughs> I don't know if they'll do it. It'd be fucking hilarious if they did it. Yeah. But to add on to what you're saying, it could lead to Secret Wars because in Secret Wars, he does have the fucking the black, suit. black suit. But who knows? Yeah. See what happens. It'd be interesting um, how they handle that. But when I interrupted you, yeah, what I loved about the end of this movie, and so I loved Tom Holland and, like, you know, I was happy that Spider-Man was back, was, or not back, but in the MCU. Yes. He was with the Avengers. I did not like that Tony Stark was giving him all these suits, had this stuff, because that's not how Spider-Man right. started off. I was like, okay, like he gets that later on. Right, you know, but he, he he had started off in the MCU with too many advantages and too many pa- too much yeah. too many resources. Yeah, and now what I love is that it kind of reset it back mm-hmm. to Spider-Man in the comics. He's a fucking alone. He doesn't he's have broke. any help. He's broke. He he made his suit from like just shitty material. Yeah. And he he's not gonna have any help from Happy or t- or Stark technology. Yeah. Um, which is how he is. He's he's now he went from being an Avenger and like helping the entire universe at this uh, you know in, at this yeah at Avengers, whereas now he's going to be the neighborhood spider. Right. So that that to me was super cool. So it's like they started off. At least ahead, but they went full circle back to the beginning. So I, I fucking love that. So I like it too. I'm interested to see where they go with it, you know, from here. And um, you know, I think that it is kind of nice to get that Peter Parker. Plus, we have the the tragic because he never really he no. he mentioned his Uncle Ben once maybe yeah. in the movie, but they don't say what happened to him or anything like that, or that inspired him to be Spider Man. But we get the definitive tragic moment in Peter Parker's life when Aunt May dies. 
with great power, there must also come great responsibility. Um, and, you know, we have that definitive moment in his life. Yeah, and now. in the comics, he goes through a lot of tragic shit. He, he's yeah. like, he's the guy who, like, a lot of terrible shit happens That's to him. That's why his secret identity is so important to him, because, like, at, for the longest time, MJ doesn't know, nope. you know who he is. And so he's trying to have a normal life and be Spider-Man as well and keep her separate and keep her safe. Same thing with Aunt May. And it it's constantly leading to conflict. He can't hold a steady job. He's you know, that's why he does the freelance photography for the Daily Bugle, you know? Which now they could do all the um now it'd be curious. Well, I guess J. Jonah James is not gonna know who he is, so he could work for him taking yeah. pictures of himself, which could be cool. I also love the fact that they made him Alex Jones. Oh that yeah. Was fucking Selling great. supplements. Selling fucking supplements. That was so fucking, good. I loved it. I'm surprised Alex Jones doesn't come out and trying to sue like ah they fucking <laughs> stole my character. They, they put cameras in my house. <laughs> Turn all the frogs gay. Turn all the spiders gay. <laughs> uh, so let's talk briefly about the uh, Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness teaser that we saw at the Which end. Which is something I called. Oh, shit. For anyone who hasn't seen the trailer, which you can watch now, yep. they showed an evil Doctor Strange, which what I said was going to fucking have is I feel like the Doctor Strange Supreme from what if is going to be in the yeah. actual universe and it wasn't confirmed, but to me in my heart, it was confirmed it has that to he's, he's going to be Mephisto. Oh, sure. oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I still think that's a very plausible, plausible uh, thing. We also see Shuma Goroth. Shuma Goroth. Um, the big starfish dude with the eyeball. I love that they brought back. Oh, the guy, Baron. Um, oh, uh, yes. Ah, and he's usually the, one of the main villains to Doctor's. Uh, yeah, Doctor Strange. Black guy from the first movie. <laughs> yeah. The guy, the like the guy who's always like a scary, evil British dude. Yeah, exactly. that dude. Oh my god. He was in Serenity. Doctor Strange is like my favorite, my second favorite, uh, superhero, and I can't remember his fucking main villain's name. Anyway, um, it's like Zomo or something. No, no, you're thinking Baron Zemo. Zemo. Baron Zemo. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, he's awesome. <laughs> but I feel like he is bah, something. It's gonna come Mordo? later when we're not. Is it Mordo? I think you're right. Yeah. But uh, it was a great callback where he was saying that what Doctor Strange is doing in the first movie is bad, and that he's you know like we're not following what we should be following our own rules, and that you're a villain, and it was a perfect recall to now. Mordo. Yeah. Chewy tell EG4. That's his name. But for him, he's like, I was right. You were a villain. You are the bad guy. And then, you know, it was a doc it was a different Doctor Strange from a parallel universe. Right. But it looks like And he and he's teaming up with Wanda. Wanda's coming in. Scarlet Witch action. Super powered, or I guess regular powered in the comics, uh Scarlet Witch. Yeah. So I, I'm sure it's gonna be one of those reluctant, you know, helping out each other. But sure. um there's there's a lot of potential for smashing more universes together right i mean we saw this in little blade Spider action you know blade would be sick blade would be great maybe even a little x-men who knows fantastic yeah, x-men fantastic four who knows yeah I don't know. it could be a great way of introducing these characters yeah i'm excited to see it i'm excited to see what happens and we got we only got to wait till may for that one so <laughs> five months was it march it was march originally but it got pushed back recently <sighs> yep 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 Fucking Omicron. <laughs> Let us know what you guys... Obviously, the Om Omicron isn't affecting things because Spider-Man has broken all other opening weekends pre-COVID. It didn't affect, yeah, this. Yeah. So, as long as they make a good enough movie, people will go see it. I also want to say, 
thank you to the theater we watched it in because people were loud in the beginning, but not at all during the movie. It was probably the best crowd I've seen a movie in a long time, like yeah. in a long, long time. So right. How you guys acted, everyone else act that way. Talk all the fuck you want during the like previews yeah. or before the but movie. But when starts, the movie starts, shut the fuck shut up. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> shut the fuck up. Well, let us know what you guys thought of Spider-Man No Way Home. Uh, did it meet all your expectations or did you have some problems with it? Um, should Doctor Strange have been a little bit more responsible and asked maybe one question before he changed the entire universe? Um, that was really my, my only issue with it. Um, let us know down in the comments. We do appreciate those. Like and subscribe while you're down there. It's free, and it really does help us out. And what really helps us out but isn't free is uh, becoming one of our patrons. Go to patreon.com slash nerdswithfriends. Um, become a patron today. We do appreciate those. There's some cool perks on there. Um, and, of course, thank you to all the patrons who already support us every month. We, we appreciate you. And we're going to web-sling your fucking names up to the, up to the ceiling. You know, that reads well in the comics. It's hard to say it. I think it's just supposed to be a sound without any like actual voice behind it. Like, There we go. That sounds better. Yeah, pretty good. That one's one of my favorites, but also when Nightcrawler... Banishes, pff, bamf, was, bamf, yeah, bamf, 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 and Wolverines. Was, snicked, yes. snicked. <laughs> next, next ne- episode, next is episode, just comic book sound. That's it. That's all it's gonna <laughs> fucking be. Oh god. Well, thanks, Christian, for first of all getting those tickets to go see Spider Man. That was really fun. Yeah. I'm glad we saw it together. Uh, I'm glad it was as awesome as we thought it was gonna be. Yeah, we gotta go watch it 4D. Yeah, I'm down. <laughs> let's let's fucking do it. Um, and thank you guys for listening every every uh, week. Uh, we hope you have a happy new year this coming weekend. Um, and we hope you had a happy holidays. And remember, all the nerds out there, you're not alone. You're with friends. This is Nerds with Friends. Thank you and good night. Good night.